hosted on dimlywit.com. So we just finished watching Scooby-Doo Alien Invaders. Um, or I think it's like Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders, but yeah. we get the gist of what it is. <laughs> One of those. Um, it is, I mean, compared to the others, it is an hour and 13 minutes is what I think it said. So it's like right on par with where the last one was. Just a little bit longer, like I think five minutes longer. Yeah. Um, it. This is apparently the last one. Um, that was anything to do with Hanna-Barbera, and that's because the the guy who was the head of Hanna-Barbera, um, I, I can't remember his name, I think Daryl Hanna, something like that. I, yeah. Anyway, he died in 2001, so this is the last thing that they did because it was shut down after he died. Um, also, this is the last uh, moment, or the last movie that featured this particular voice actress for Daphne because she also died shortly after recording her lines for the movie. Um, and the whole movie is dedicated to her. So someone else took over. Um, so it's the last one with this voice cast also. But yeah. um, overall, I mean, it's... it's. I'm not going to say it's bad. Um, <laughs> it's very hokey, which, I mean, when is Scooby-Doo not? But it, it's extra hokey. It is extra hokey compared to the others... I think that's probably to me because of like the whole alien premise. Um, it's also yeah. one of those things that. So for me, being someone that is completely a voice actor person, when I hear a voice, I I, I immediately either pinpoint it or like I think about it and figure out who it is, and that ruins the whole plot of this one for me. Not that I I remembered what the plot was from when I was a kid. Uh, if you have not seen it, I'm going to give you the three, two, one countdown before I jump into. It's actually a very simple plot on this one. Not a whole lot of plot, to be honest. But anyway, three, two, one. Oh my God, you saw it. Awesome. Amazing. Crazy how that happened in just a second. <laughs> so the plot of this one is, you know, there uh, are some satellites out in, you know, the desert. They don't really set it in a specific place, but it's obviously like... like Arizona, like, New Mexico, something. Right. It's very obvious. It's kind of like a play on Area 51 type situation. These satellites are scanning for frequencies in, in the cosmos, essentially searching for other life. Um, and around the same time, the Scooby gang is driving by in the Mystery Machine and the huge dust storm pops up and they wreck the car and then there are aliens that chase Shaggy and Scooby around the desert uh, as the theme song plays. Weird just note, the theme song in this one is sung by um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, it's a weird choice. I, I don't necessarily like it being sung by her. It was less weird to me than the last one when it was like a country rock twang well, thing. yeah. <laughs> But it was just very odd for it to be her. I almost said Sarah Michelle Geller just because, like, the three names. But Jennifer right. Love Hewitt, um, that's just, it's just, it's random. It, it is. It's just so random. Anyway, like, if she were in the movie, it would make more sense. But Right. Like, if she were in the movie, it would make more sense. Um, but anyway, then after getting chased, they get into town. 
They tell uh, the other rest of the gang that they've been chased by aliens. And someone in the bar, I think it's the waitress, is like, oh, yeah, honey, there are aliens around here. Everybody's seen them. I heard them. Blah, blah, blah. In a diner. In a diner. Um, And then there's a, a, a little yokel named Lester who has been abducted by these aliens. And so he tells all the stories and he takes them back because he has pictures. And it turns out he's a painter and he's painted these landscape <laughs> images. Um th- the weird part about all of this is that you, we don't get any resolution actually on Lester. Like, why is he the only one that has been abducted by these people? Right. Um, they all go to sleep at Lester's place. Shaggy and Scooby get abducted. Tests are run on them, which is also weird. Never get a re- like a resolution on that. Um, and then the next day they wake up and they start investigating stuff and they go to this ridge and. <sighs> There's a lot of stuff. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention after Shaggy and Scooby. Oh, when they wake up, they meet. Uh, they meet a hippie girl, Crystal, and her golden retriever, uh, Amber. Amber. <laughs> and Shaggy and Scooby fall in love. It's and there's love. a whole there's love a song. montage song. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much to say about that one. It's just an awkward song. And then after the song, anyway, that's when they start looking for clues. Everything kind of falls into place real quick where suddenly they discover uh, this cave and there's gold. And it turns out that the people who are running the stations are actually mining gold. And they're also the aliens pretending to be aliens. But Crystal and Amber are actual aliens. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, the actual aliens come in and like help them save the day and then they go off on their own thing but not before shaggy gets the first scooby-doo on screen kiss on the lips by an actual thing like he gets kissed on the lips during the song earlier but that wasn't a real thing that happened right this one is a real life scenario because the song is just his imagination running wild yeah it's just him and and well actually and technically scooby somehow (laughs) i guess they share a brain (laughs) <laughs> um, the, the best hokey line in this whole thing is when Amber, the dog reveals that she can talk and Shaggy's like, Whoa, a talking dog. And Fred's like, yeah, imagine that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's just not much to this movie. Yeah. It's like really commonplace. There's not a lot that's like jumps out. The music is not great. Like even the second song is just like, they're aliens. Like, they make the same joke in that song they've already made about, like, something about phoning home. And I'm like, yeah, we get it. E.T. came out, like, six years ago or something. That's the only thing we decided everyone knows about aliens. Everyone knows about E.T., you know, even though that's the wrong line. Yep. Um, it's home phone, by the way. That's the right line. Home phone. Anyway, um, you know, I just realized, like, this one also doesn't have an eating montage. Not really. They eat a bunch of donuts, but that doesn't take very long. Yeah, they eat a bunch of donuts, and, and that's Scooby it. Scooby eats a burger off the floor. And by Scooby, I mean Shaggy. Scooby's about to. Scooby's about to, and Shaggy eats the burger off the floor. But, like, usually yeah. there's a big eating montage, and that was not the case in this one. No. So, missed that. Um, they did keep in the line of these home videos that there is a real version of whatever it is. I mean, obviously, it's not like a ghost this time or a monster. It's a real alien, um, but they're not the bad guy this time. So that kind of turned that on its head a little. Yeah, and there were, were some like weird, subtle, racist moments where they implied that all of the non-white people in the town were sketchy. By non-white people in the town, do you mean the only non-white person in the town? 
No. Who is who? Who in the town was not white other than Buck? The the diner owner. Oh, you're right. I forgot all about the cook at the diner. Right. Yeah, and there was a moment where he had like shifty eyes or something. Right. Yeah. So I forgot. So the diner owner is, I believe, Hispanic. It. I. I that's kind of a reach on my part, but they put a little bit of the accent in there. Really, they don't do a good job of doing anybody who's not white other than making them brown and yeah. shifty. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it, it's it's a very 2000s thing to do. Um, yep. It was very awkward also with Buck. Like, they really did just have that character in there to be the one that you thought was up to something because they don't do anything with him other than like, ugh, I'm Buck. I'm angry. I'm fixing your car when I feel like I'll fix your car. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, I do flower pressings. That's why I was out there. It's just, it's it's bad writing. Yep. Lazy writing. Yep. Uh, so the whole thing that ends up, like, spoiling for me is knowing voice actors. Uh, so the voice of Max, who is one of the people working on the station... His name is Kevin Michael Richardson. A lot of people are going to know Kevin Michael Richardson from his voice work on, like, American Dad and similar shows where he mm. uses that, like, deep, booming voice. Um, but when the aliens talk, or it's really only one alien you ever hear talk, it's actually Kevin Michael Richardson's voice. I just know it because, like, he does a difference when he's talking with as a human. It's a little more downplayed versus as the alien is, like, really dark and gruff. But it was his voice, and the minute I heard that, I was like, oh, that's right, they're the villains. I forgot about that. Uh, one of the other villains is played by um, uh, Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Yeah, don't know how I forgot that. So uh, he's back. This is his second role um, and the thing. And and there's one little inside joke where he says something about them being clowns, and I found that funny because it's like, haha, that's the guy who voices Joker. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's an okay movie, but it's not one that I rate highly. There's a reason that this isn't in my top three. Yeah. Like, I'd say, I mean, I have, I don't know that I've seen any of the movies after Cyber Chase. So, really, when I say my top three, I mean, out of these four movies I remember seeing, the <laughs> others are in the top, and this was the the bottom. Um, What do you rate it, Rachel? Uh, like, three, 2.5. It's fine. It's not bad. It's just... Not written well. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I... So are you going 3 or 2.5? Are you going to just split it in the middle? I'll do a 3. Okay. I'm going to also say, I think, a 3. Like, it's just okay. It's all right. There's not much to write home about. It's a, it's a middle-of-the-ground Scooby-Doo movie. It's yeah. not bad, but it's also just not good. No. Also... Um, I noticed that the animation style changed slightly. It looks a little different than the last two, I think. It does. So, like, in this one, they update the costumes, the costumes, they update what they're wearing to make what they're wearing a little bit more modern. Um, It was obviously different in the last two as well, but this one puts them in different clothing entirely where it's like, because they're now in a hot place, they're wearing short sleeves and shorts and things like that. Well, no, Velma's wearing the same thing. No, Velma's wearing shorts and a short sleeve shirt. Usually, oh, I guess so. Yeah, usually Velma's in an yeah, orange sweater. Yeah, for some reason I thought she was still in a sweater. No, nope. I don't know. The only person who's wearing the exact same thing, other than Scooby, who's just in a collar, is Shaggy. Shaggy's wearing the exact same thing. Yeah. And there's actually an inside joke about that too, where he's just like, 
you don't mess with, you know, a classic. Um, <laughs> and in fact, in his uh, little montage song, the the van they're driving, the Mystery Machine now, is an updated version. It's been for all these straight-to-DVD, well, straight-to-VHS movies, sorry. Um, straight-to-video movies, it's been an updated Mystery Machine that is modern, but in his moment, it's like it's groovy or something that I can't remember the name of the song, but it's uh, the original mystery machine that he's driving in that one because they're like a 60s montage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So overall, this has a three rating, um, which puts it at the bottom of our rankings overall. That's number three out of the three that we've seen. Top of the list is still Zombie Island. Mm-hmm. Second is uh, Witch's Ghost. And then the third is Alien Invaders. Up next, we got Cyber Chase, which I think is probably going to be second on my list. It's one of the best ones that I think, and I think it's yeah. just because they update a lot of stuff. But we'll get to it. Any other final thoughts from you, Rachel? Um, No, that's really it. It wasn't... There's not much to talk about. It wasn't that exciting. Yeah, it's just, it's just there. I think that's this movie. It's just there. <laughs> All right, uh, well, leave us off with a soundbite. You've had all night to work on it. Jinkies! Hosted on dimlywit.com.